Hello and welcome to Sared's Audio Fan Fictions. I'm Sared. Thanks for tuning in. This is The Answers by Bluebell-UK, a Harry Potter fan fiction. Summary. Sequel to The Quiz. Harry now knows who Tiger Lily is. The question is, how does he react? Rated G for general audiences. Relationships, Harry Potter, Hermione Granger. It was originally published June 19, 2010, and is complete with one chapter. Right, with all that out of the way, let's get to it. Happy listening. Weird. So, anyone get them all right? Ron shook his head. Yeah, actually. Just one. Tiger Lily. Apparently their symbol was a book titled Peter Pan Surrounded by a Ring of Lilies. They sent me a copy, Harry said, passing it over to Ron without looking at the answers. I've got to go. I forgot my history homework. Hermione jumped up and nearly ran out of the Great Hall. Shaking his head, Harry turned to Ron, who had gone a little pale. Ron? Ron, are you okay? Harry... This is Hermione's handwriting, he whispered. What? He snatched the paper back. There was no denying it. And he would recognize that neat, precise handwriting anywhere. He looked to the hall doors where Hermione had disappeared. Tiger Lily, he muttered thoughtfully. Without saying another word, Harry rose from the table and walked out of the great hall, ignoring or waving Romilda. He was in shock. How could he not have recognized Hermione's handwriting? Surely he had seen it more times than he could count in their study sessions. He was staring at the paper, but not really seeing it, lost in thought about his first female friend, with one question on his mind. Why would Hermione take part? She's my... one of my best friends. Of course she knows me. Dear, a voice interrupted. Sorry? He asked, shaking his head and looking up as he was in front of the Gryffindor common room, and the fat lady was speaking to him. Not to worry, dear, not to worry. You're not the first distracted person I've come across today, and I dare say you won't be the last. She smiled fondly down at him. Now, can I have the password, please? Sure, um, pumpkin pie. We really need to stop letting Ron pick the passwords. It's always food. He smiled. That is true, but I will admit there has been less students forgetting them lately. Well, in you go, in you go. Thanks. Who was the other distracted student? That lovely friend of yours, Miss Granger. Now, are you coming in or not? I do have other things to do. Violet has just found a lovely bottle of red wine in a still life on the third floor. Harry smiled before walking inside and asking her to say hello to Violet. He remembered the fat lady's friend from his fourth year. Entering the Gryffindor common room, Harry looked around. Not much had changed in this room since his first year. Comfy couches, large fireplace, study tables... A ginger, bandy-legged cat coming down the girl's staircase. 
a brown head of hair bent over a large book. Hermione, he called, making his way over. He had long ago learnt that sneaking up on Hermione Granger was to be taken at your own risk. Some never learned, like Cormac, who did exactly that a few weeks ago and ended up with a wand in his face, the tip alight with an orange glow. Hi, Harry, she answered, her eyes not moving from her book. I know I said I was coming to pick up my history homework, but I just had to give it another look over. Good thing I did. There is a whole section in this book on the Goblin Rebellion of 1689. Did you know that according to the authors of this book, Olga Targan Rumorous and Petic Elfin Moot, that the goblin leader of the time, Grab Lung Icon, may in fact be related to the current leader of the Goblin Nation, and he was responsible for the first rebellion in 1648, but did not like the outcome, so he managed to use a time-turner and overshot his destined time, and that led him to having a rival for his mate's hand and... Hermione! Money! You're rambling. Sorry, she smiled. I tend to do that when I'm nervous. So I've noticed. Harry smiled, slipping into the seat next to her. Why would you be nervous, though? he asked, reaching over and pinching her quill and playing absently with it. Hey, give that back. Harry, I need to add this extra section before class, she demanded, trying to reach her stolen quill. Not until you answer my question, and class doesn't start for another fifteen minutes. He held the quill high above his head and jerked his arm back, smiling as Hermione made a grab for it. And surely this isn't your only quill. Tut tut, Miss Granger. Not going to make head girl if that keeps up. Of course it's not my only quill. The others are sorted and stored in my bag, so it's just easier to use this one. Aha! She grinned, finally grabbing the quill. She shrieked as she fell onto him, knocking both of them to the floor. Mm. Ow. He had landed on his rear. What'd you do that for? Crookshanks tripped me. Well, this works. He tightened his grip around her waist. Harry, let me up. No, you haven't answered my question yet. They both lay there in silence, neither wanting to give in. They could both be very stubborn when they wanted. One minute passed. Then another. And another. Soon, the ten minutes till first class warning bell was chiming. Harry James, she scolded lightly, slapping his chest. If you make me late for class. Beat me up if you want. I'm not letting you go until you explain, Tiger Lily. He knew it was taking a risk, but Hermione's slight gasp and widening eyes told him Ron had been correct. How? Handwriting. Hand... I knew I should have harmed it, she growled, annoyed with herself. Why? Why did you take part? Hermione ducked her head and buried it in Harry's chest. Grrrr. Sorry, Miney, didn't catch that. He gently lifted her chin with one finger. I said, Romilda and Ginny made me when I pointed out they didn't know you that well. Okay. And what about that stunt with GW's answers? I know you. You're not clumsy as long as Crookshanks isn't nearby. Hermione ducked her head again and mumbled. 
Marnie, I can't hear you if you keep talking into my shirt. To protect you, all right? Nearly everything I do is to protect or help you, Harry. No one is going to trick you into liking them while I'm around. If anyone wants to get you, they have to get by me first. Whether it's Voldemort, his Death Eaters, or even stupid little fangirls so focused on their fantasies that they don't see the real you. Hermione shouted, breaking free of his hold and pacing back and forth in front of the fireplace. What's Ginny got to do with that? He asked, confused. Before you came in, Ginny was going on about how the two of you were destined to be together. She was studying the answers before you came in, and you deserve better than that. You should be with someone who knows the real you. Someone that won't pander to your every whim. Someone that has your best interests at heart. Someone that will be there for you every step of the way. Someone to tell you when you're being an idiot or a prat. Someone that will not just do as you say, but someone that has their own mind and will use it. Someone that... Loves you for you. Just Harry. She finished, standing in front of him, breathing deeply. Harry stood, shocked, at what Hermione was saying. Okay. Feel better now? She nodded. Good. So you would approve of someone that will basically look after me, but not spoil me. Tell me off when I need it. Someone that will use their own mind. She nodded again. Great, where's Romilda? He said with a straight face, but then started laughing at the look on her face. Pratt. She smiled, grabbing her bag. Harry grabbed her in a quick hug and pressed a kiss to her cheek. What was that for? She smiled. For being someone that knows the real me. Someone that won't pander to my every whim. Someone that has my best interests at heart. Someone that gave up their family time to sort my sorry butt out. Someone that has been there and will be there with me every step of the way. Someone that tells me when I'm being an idiot or a prat. Someone that will not just do as I say, but someone that has their own mind and will use it. Someone that... Just for being you, Hermione. She smiled and gave him a hug. You forgot someone that loves you just for being you. Someone that loves Harry. Just Harry. She finished, linking their arms as she steered them out of the common room. Why Tiger Lily? Oh, Peter Pan was my favourite story growing up. And I... Well, Peter saves Tiger Lily's life. And you did the same for me with that troll back in first year. Sure, Ron cast the levitation spell. But he didn't jump on the troll's back for me. And he would not have been there if not for you. She smiled shyly. Come on, we're going to be late for history. She said as the five-minute bell rang. Harry just smiled and allowed her to pull him along. The End Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed. This has been The Answers Written by Bluebell-UK Narrated by Saird 
Theme music, Spirited Away by Guillaume. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to read this fic for yourself, please follow the links in the description below. Also, be sure to subscribe to my website, AO3 profile page, and podcast, Sared's Audio Fan Fiction, wherever major podcasts are found. Till next time, happy listening. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.